Inclusivity. Inclusivity. Yeah, <laughs> to the max. All right. All Ready? Right. Let's go. Yeah. For real, for real? Siembra. Welcome to another episode. We are here at Siembra. We love to talk about all things in the Latinx community from business to pop culture to everyday life. And today we are diving deep into the Latinx culture and where we come from. And this episode is titled Dear Latinx Gente, Somos Un Poquito de Todo. Uh, my name is Lupe and I'm so excited to be here with uh, two of my co-founders, Miguel and Jose. So I'll go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Hey, how you doing guys? Uh, Miguel here. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, for the, for those of you listening, uh, whether it's Spotify or Apple Music or things like that, uh, we are also recording video. So we have a live feed. It's not technically live yet. Or I don't know. It might be live. But uh, <laughs> Melissa's behind the camera. So we're with Melissa. If you're listening, uh, we're waving at you. Uh, so yeah, we've been uh, pretty busy uh, with podcast ideas and the mentorship program and social media posts and things like that. Uh, we recently just finished our second outing which was just meant for the for the mentees and the mentors to like bond with activities that we had planned for them. Uh, turned out pretty, pretty good. Uh, I'm happy to see all the faces of all our mentors and mentees coming together and seeing the program flourish uh, to what we envisioned it to be. Uh, there's so many other things that we have planned and we can't wait for those to come to life as well. So this is just a little bit of what we've been doing. I'll let Jose finish it. Well, hi guys, Jose here. Um, super excited to be back on a podcast episode for such an important topic. Um, like Lupe said, this is titled Dear Latinx Gente, Somos Un Poquito de Todo, because if you really look at our community and look at people from different countries in Latin America, we all look a little bit different. And I think that sometimes we kind of just don't know like who we, like where we come from. Uh, we just know like what country we're born, we were born at. So we just wanted to dive deep a little bit as to like where our people came from and how we came to be this amazing community that I think that we have, so. Yeah, and I just want to kind of start off by giving a little bit of background of how this episode actually came to be. Um, so our last episode was the Black Lives Matter episode. And that episode was very, I think, impactful for our team for yeah. our group uh at siembra and it brought a lot of discussion about race and about what it means to be latino what it means to be a black latino uh what it means to be light-skinned uh, and be latino um so we kind of wanted to just take a step back and just i guess just like reflect on when you when, like for example when we get asked the question what are you right because in here in the united states is like it's such a big thing that People see you and you don't look white. And then they ask you, like, what are you? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so uh, so I think we just kind of wanted to start that reflection um, and just start having those conversations. Because we're like, if we're having those conversations and people outside of Siembra are obviously, probably you know, having probably having the same conversations mm -hmm. with their friends. So why not um, like just talk about it? Yeah. Um, so we can start with with you, Jose. Let me ask you when people ask you, what are you? 
gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go last because I feel like mine's going to be a little bit longer. Um, but no, if uh, if you don't know me, um, I am half uh, Dominican and half Venezuelan. Um, and I'm very proud of where my parents came from or where my family came from. Uh, but when people ask me here, it's always funny because they're always like, like, what are you? And first thing I want to say is like, I'm a human. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, and then I like kind of just ask them like, what do you think I am? And I've gotten like Hawaiian and black. I've gotten black and Mexican, um, some type of Asian with black, uh, all these all these mixes. Um, when they're American, because a Latino sees me and like they, they 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 know somehow that I'm Latino. Like even before they see my yeah. name, it's like a like a radar. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I'm gonna yeah. talk to you. <laughs> um, so it's always it's always really funny to answer that because I think that in our countries, our if our race wasn't really a thing. It's kind of just like aquí todos somos Dominicanos, we're all Venezuelan, mm-hmm. we're all Mexican, right? Um, but we come to the U.S. and now it's like, what race are you? Yeah, like, where and, do you come from? Yeah, and I think for a long time, like at least when I was in high school, like not even that long ago. I mean, uh, when we used to sign up for like, they say like the PSATs or like mm-hmm. the SATs, whatever. Um, they would say like, what race are you? And it would just be Asian, white, black. Or other. And, <laughs> or other. And I'm like, well, I'm other. Yeah. Um, but now they've included like uh latino like uh, like in the second like section um so i do put black um because i think unfortunately white people or other americans see me as black um not unfortunately that i that i come up that they see me as black but like that's what they see so that's what i put on the paper and then i put that on latino hispanic as well mm-hmm. yeah but it's a, it's a deep really deep conversation that we'll get into <laughs> a little bit later mm-hmm. uh but miguel what about you uh i've gotten a whole bunch of things i think at one point like someone thought i was african and i'm like where do you see that because like i'm trying to find out like how do you you see that Uh, but like i get a lot of like filipino asian Mm -hmm. uh things like that and it's just like like i does my name not give it away like miguel but like if they don't know you i don't know yeah no they know my name oh <laughs> and they're like you're filipino right and i'm like no but i could be so like i think at one point like i went with it i was like yeah i'm from i'm, I'm from somewhere <laughs> but uh yeah like i i've always identified as like mexican like latino or like hispanic or uh i feel like latin doesn't like I feel like I would have to be like from like Spain or something like that for like to, to be Latin. I, I, oh. I could be. Oh. So we. Do you want to get into it right now, or do you want to answer your question? Yeah, just go for it. Yeah, just go for it. To answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll answer it because I guess it kind of answers it. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I always like if people ask me like, "What are you?" Like I'll say like, "I'm Latina," and then they're asking me like, "Well, what, what from what country?" Like I'll say I'm Mexican, right? Um, pero. So we were so we did the um, on Instagram we did that question like the what was it called the uh, we did a questionnaire a like questionnaire, a survey yeah, yeah of like how what are you identified as right uh-huh. and so we put like Latino Latina Latinx or Hispanic and then after that like I kind of went on the internet and I did a little bit of research and so it turns out that if like Hispanic is all the Latin American countries basically except Brazil, Brazil. and includes Spain so Hispanic. that's Hispanic. If you're Latino, then you includes all the Latin American countries, but it excludes. excludes Spain and includes Brazil. So I could be Hispanic. So you can and be Hispanic Latino? and Latino. Yeah. Yes. So you are Hispanic and Latino. You can basically. be both. So for example, uh, like my sisters, um, yeah. since they were born here in the U.S., 
they are technically Hispanic because they were not born in Latin America, but like, but it also comes like where like their like background comes from too. So like their parents came from Latin America, but they did it. So they're Hispanic. For us, like us three, we were all born in Latin American countries, so we're Latinos. Um, but we could also be Hispanic. It's just a weird. It's also yeah. like a language thing. It is. Um, and like also like who conquered who. <laughs> why didn't um, they just like make? Why isn't there just like a one thing for like all of them? Yeah. Like, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Hispanic developed or Latino? One of them was developed here in the U.S. because they needed to classify us. Mm. Oh. Um. So like it just that's how it came about because they were like, well, we need to classify all these people as something. Um, so it's just kind of just like, well, let's call them this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but mm-hmm. when you ask us, we're like, we go by like our ethnicity, like where we're from. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, but even like, even where you're from, like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Cause even if like, you're like, okay, I'm Mexican. Okay. But in Mexico, like there's so many different types of like cultures. Like there's mm-hmm. like some Asian people who are Mexican cause they were born in Mexico. Like, oh, like during the, wasn't it the world, the world cup? And there was this like Korean girl who was at the World Cup and she went viral because she was speaking Spanish, mm. like super like like Spanish Spanish like like Mexican Spanish. Okay. And she was like, "Well, it's because I'm I'm like Mexican." Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was like, "Oh wow!" But like, like genes are like like are some of her relatives. So uh, so people like for, so people from Asia come to like Mexico. Yeah. Like from a long time ago, mm-hmm. and they like. Like they're immigrants there, and then yeah. they just become Mex- like you know because they they were born there. They just they stayed there. there. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I was I was I mean I, me Lupe and I were having this conversation because we talk about uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, she is both her parents are African from Africa. Um, she was born in Mexico, but she did move away when she was one. Mm-hmm. Um, but she still identifies as an Afro Latina, as a Mexican uh, Afro Mexican woman. Um, and I was just like I was like let's be messy for a second because you know guys we're on a podcast let's be real. Yeah. I was like does it really make her Mexican if she has no like blood tied to like mexico or like but the culture their like, culture yeah because like you didn't grow up there yeah. um but then like who are we or anybody to tell somebody like, like where they identify from yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. like be proud of where you're from like we're nobody to tell you um mm-hmm. but that's always like a conversation like like is it in your blood is it in your culture like but then we get into like there's a lot of latinos that don't speak spanish are we going to tell them like, or like oh, they were born here they've never been to mexico and they're like go to parties quinceaneras and things like that it's like well like you can yeah like who, like who am i to tell you if you truly like if you feel like like if you got it you got it, like just right. show it like yeah. who am i to tell you like who you are what do you represent yeah it's like that um so just to throw out some facts um since we're just here talking about like migration and like all this stuff uh and since we talked about black lives matter previously um, if we talk about the, the slave trade, um, to like Latin America, the Caribbean, um, versus the U S, uh, if we just look at numbers, there were more, uh, Africans being brought to South America and the Caribbean, uh, almost four times as much as into the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get into the conversation, how did slavery happen in each country? Um, I think it was like in Latin America it was more like colorism, well, classism, um, versus colorism. And here also like the oppression of like the the whites um, or the colonizers, the colonizers. <laughs> we're gonna call them that for all the countries um and like it was just like we were just brought up differently um because we didn't look at race and we're not saying that racism doesn't exist in our countries because i'm it does yeah um it just it's it's very subtle quotate like i'm doing quotation marks right yeah. now um because i will say like 
in Dominican Republic, they'll always do, they'll always say like, oh, tienes una nariz muy fina. Like, oh, you have a very thin nose. It's so pretty. And it's like, hmm, that's like low-key racist because you're saying that if somebody has like a wider nose. Then it's not pretty. Then it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. I mean, where does a wider nose typically come from? Africans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like little things like that or like people wanting to straighten their hair. Like they don't want curly hair because like they want that European look. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all over. Like you have Asia, like they want to, they want European features. Yeah. Like the bigger, like like uh, eyes, uh, like their nose, like the shape of their face. Um, so it's just like, who's really controlling this narrative? I just think it's, it's, it's us. Like, we don't even realize it, but it's us. Like, even like, I can I can say for myself, I grew up in Mexico City and I'm very like light skinned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think even here, like people think sometimes like I'm white until I speak and my accent comes out or like they learn my name. Um, but like, I just remember always like, they would always tell like my mom, like on the bus and everything, like, oh, your daughter's so pretty. Like her, her skin is so light. Like her hair is so like pretty because it was like, you know, like straight or like wavy or whatever. And like, I just remember always growing up, like hearing that. But then I remember like people that were like darker than me in my own family. Like we, like my great grandma, like we used to call her La, ne- La Negrita. Mm-hmm. And then we have another aunt that we just call her La Negra. And like, that's how we know them. Like, yeah. that's just like, we don't even use their names. Like, it's mm-hmm. just how we... Is that like that language that is like piensas que es como de cariño, like you know, like oh, like it's mm-hmm. it's because I love you that I call you this. But at the end of the day, like when you really are make an effort to be aware of what language you're using and the power of language that we put in each other, like you know, yeah, then you become aware of those like it's, it, those biases, like mm-hmm. those race. The, is it implicit racism? No. Explicit. Im- implicit implicit yeah implicit yeah. yeah um yeah and like not to defend like latino because i'm not because uh, like we said like racism is very alive but i feel like half the time that those comments are made they're not being made in like a malicious way but if you think about it like mom like where did that come from exactly. <laughs> if you like dig deep and i think you we're at dissect it. yeah if we're at and we're at the point in like life right now we're like I don't think anybody has an excuse to not know. No. And if you continue to say those things and to use those words, you're just actively like putting like echándole leña al fuego, like just making the fire bigger, um, making the pro- the problem worse. Um, yeah, you know, it's like it's like it's 2020. Like at this point, like we literally like we have no excuses. Like no. for people to be racist, like there's just no excuse. Yeah, like but, you should be pretty aware. Yeah. Like of what you're doing or like what you're putting out yeah if if it is racist or not mm-hmm. and like that that's your choice yeah what you're putting out you're, you're making that choice yeah and also like making the choice to be silent when you're in those situations when you like hear something that's racist or yeah. um even in your own family you know like it's it's like before like so, it's like sometimes it's hard like to pick your battles because sometimes you just want to like keep the peace like you don't want to ruin the moment or whatever. Yeah, like you already know what the outcome is going to be yeah mm-hmm. and like you know like you're not going to see eye to eye but like i don't know like for me just 2020 has been like okay no like even with my mom or like my brother um like when we go on vacation and like i start to hear some of the things like the way that they think or whatever mm-hmm. i'm like i gotta shut it down you know i'm like yeah. listen like it's okay, like, you're an immigrant, like, for my mom, like, you don't speak the language, it's, like, harder for you to, like, come together with, like, the culture and, like, everything, but I'm, like, you, you gotta understand, like, the ways that you're thinking, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not healthy for anyone. No. So. Yeah. yeah, I, 
my uncle on Facebook calls me Jose Luther King all the time. <laughs> so, and I'm just like, no, stop. <laughs> um, but like he like we I preach about it to my family and like uh, my my mom's side of the family is Dominican um, and they will not say that they're black. Um, and I want to address a question that was asked in the previous podcast, mm-hmm. uh, which is like why the question was, why do Dominicans get upset when they get caught black? Um, and I want to answer that <laughs> with saying that we don't get upset that we get caught black. Um, it's more per se that I think Latinos in general are very proud of where they come from. So if you tell a 40 year old that grew up in Dominican Republic for 40 years, yeah. um, they, they live here now and they and you start telling them like, oh, tú eres negro, they're gonna be like, whoa, no, <laughs> I'm Dominican. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you going to tell me? Yeah, like you're going to tell me what I am, yeah. like who my culture is. Like I have plantains day in, day out with beans and rice. Yeah. Like I'm Dominican. Um, so it's not that we take offense to it. Some people do. Yes, I'm not speaking for everybody. Um, but for me, for years, like it's just three years ago, two years ago, I started calling myself Afro-Latino. I started saying that I was black. Um, but that's because people view me here as black. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking to you guys as to Mexican people. Uh, when I went to Mexico, I was also viewed as a black American. Um, and I was talked about at a bar when I was going to get a drink and I was just like, que tengo buen día, señor. And he was like very surprised that I could speak Spanish. And I'm just like, uh-huh, <laughs> I understood you. <laughs> um, I think that when, did that happen to us in Mexico? I don't remember. If like they thought I was like from, Phil- I think a lady did. She was like, I thought you were like, like Filipino or something. And I was speaking Spanish and I, I was like, lady, <laughs> like if you don't give my mezcal right now. <laughs> we're gonna have some problems yeah. <laughs> but yeah so i just wanted to talk about that and i think um i think there's two sides to the to the to the coin um there's a lot of uh, bl- uh black americans because like like i just want to get out of the way like we're all black like whether you're african whether you're dominican Jamaican, American, we're all black. Did you speak Spanish? Um, yeah, we just speak Spanish. <laughs> or we speak, uh, we are born in a different country. Um, entonces, with that being said, um, it's just some black Americans get offended when some Dominicans say they're black or when they say the N-word. Mm-hmm. And then, then there's the other side where it's just like it's being crammed on our throats constantly. You're black, you're black, you're black. So it's just like there's never like a good like happy medium mm-hmm. uh, my best friend she's black american and like her and i talk about this all the time like we get drunk and we talk about it <laughs> um just because like we see that there is an issue and we think that there's a disconnect with the conversation like maybe the wrong conversation is being had um so that's just my answer to that um if you ask me where i'm from i'm going to continue to say i'm dominican but if you want to ask me what my race is i'll tell you okay i'm black mm-hmm. um but I think just like in Africa, since they're all African, their ethnicity comes first. Um, just like when you guys are in Mexico, like the city where you're from is like where you're from. Like if you have somebody from Mexico, like don't they just, they'll tell you like El DF, De Guadalajara, Veracruz, I don't know. Um, just like in South America, like they'll tell you, oh, I'm the Colombian, I'm Venezuelan. Um, it's not like, like, I'm, here, like I'm a color yeah. or whatever. It's yeah. like I'm, I'm from this country. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I think it's just a little different. Um, for us in the Latin community. Yeah, because, like, I don't know. Because, cause like, you say that, and it's like, like yeah, like, I'm from I'm from Colombia, or, like, I'm from the Venezuela, or, like, Puerto Rico, or something mm-hmm. like that. And here's, like, I don't know, like, I kind of feel bad. But, like, <laughs> just to, like, imagine, like, let's say, like, you are born here, like, let's, you're white. 
And you're, they're like, we're like, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Indiana. <laughs> it's, just like, it's like, I'm from the United States, oh, Indiana, California. It's just like, I don't know. Like, it seems like a little bit like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. So I want, I, I want to ask you guys a question. So what do you guys in Spanish, what do we call people from the United States? Not, not gringo, but like, cuando decimos like la gente. Americana. Americana. So I was reading, so I was listening to something and I'm just like, it's hard for people from the, from the United States to separate their ethnicity with their race. Cause like they tell you like, Oh, instead of saying like we do, yeah. I'm from Mexico. I'm from Venezuela. They, they could say like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a United States, sir, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, and because we're all American. If you think about it. And even like it's you, all America. And even if you think yeah. about it, like how come like okay, like for for like Caucasian people? Oh, because like for example, like at work, um, when I first started working there, we see a lot of like white people, right? And I'm so they're, they're like there's a question we always say, like, what race are you? So I put white and then they told me like, Well, actually that's offensive. To who? To the white people. <laughs> they said you gotta you gotta put Caucasian. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> Caucasian then. So anyway, like, but isn't it, isn't it, isn't it fucked up that for like Asian American, Latino, what is it? Mexican American, mm-hmm. um, African American. Mm-hmm. Why do we always have to put what type of American you are? Yeah. But then white people don't have to do that. They don't have to say like Polish American or like Italian American. <laughs> you know, like, it's not like, they're just, American. They don't, they're just like yeah. white they're just, or they're, like they're just white. Caucasian. But for black people, it's like, oh, you have to put black. Right. Like, you can't just, I don't know. I think it's just fucked up. I have I have a friend, and this might rub somebody the wrong way, but I have a friend who's from Poland. Uh, he's Polish. Um, and everybody's like, they're like, oh, Jay, you have white friends? And I'm like, yeah, but he's not just white, white. He's like foreign. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like white but like another level he's like, he's polish yeah it's, it's like a friend like anthony like he we're always like we always mess around with him and he's like um like the like same thing like oh you have like you well you one white friend but like where he's not like he's at least like french like he's french you know, like he's like well, he's like white but like spicy white yeah um but leading with that because uh Miguel, you have said this a couple of times now about people thinking that you were Asian or like yeah. a Filipino. Um, so the diaspora of the La- of Latin America mm-hmm. um, is all based Let's off of that. diaspora. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't go away. Don't go away. I'm not. Uh, anyway, uh, so like the range, the yeah. range of uh, where like our people come from uh, comes from Spain, obviously, which is like kind of like a big obvi. Yeah. Um, from uh, Portugal, mm-hmm. uh, Le- uh, Lebanon, so like Lebanese people, mm-hmm. uh, Asian people. Um, we also have African, obviously, uh, which is a really big one. And we have, did I say Asian already? Yeah. And yeah. Asian. Uh, so those are like the some of the main countries that our people like we're like mixed with. And also we have Amer- Indians, which are like the Native American people of each country. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you like think about like all these people like moving in uh, and coming from all around the places because countries like uh, Panama um, and uh, let's see, some places of Mexico and Argentina are very populated. We're very populated with like Asian people. Yeah, like Guanajuato um, is one of them. Yeah. For sure. like, so like Japanese people. you get that mixture. Like you, maybe you get like the Asian with like Native American from Mexico and then like maybe like you get a little Miguel. <laughs> yes. um, I wouldn't be surprised. Like I want to take like the DNA test. Ooh, we, should and, like, like, we should do it. We should do that. I was like, we should get some funds and do some DNA tests um, and kind of figure out. Like, I feel like I'm scared. Like 
Mine's gonna say like I'm hella white. I think. I feel like, like European. Like, yeah, like Spain. My sister did it, but because like my sister and my my brother, my brother, my sister, and myself, they have different parents, so like they have. I feel like they're more like like uh Europe, not European, um, uh, Spain, Spaniards, yeah. Okay. And Spanish. I feel like I'm more like rooted into like like the Aztecs. It's things is Aztecs my Aztecs shit. I don't know indigenous people. <laughs> indigenous people, and it's like. I want to take it because her results, like she found like a whole bunch of family members all over the place. And I think there's one in like, uh, that lives in Europe. And she's like, I want to take it because like I could find out, like maybe I'm like fucking like 40% like Asian yeah. or something. I'm just like, I don't know. So you, so, you never know. You never uh, know. it's funny cause your sister lives in Australia. Yeah. My aunt, uh, she's Mexican. So she's married my uncle. Um, she did the DNA test and so had her brother. And uh, he lives in he lives in Australia, mm-hmm. and he did they got, know each other. They didn't know each other. Oh, and they were connected, like brother brother, like her brother. They had the same father. Oh, um, and he was adopted when he was a baby and taken to Australia, um, and they were connected through the DNA stuff. Um, and he it was really funny to me because he I heard I, we met him and he was like I don't know like. I would always crave tacos and like spicy things, <laughs> and, and I never knew why, because <laughs> um, his parents were Australian and, yeah. he, and like they didn't eat that type of food. Um, but I think that there's a big Latin population. Uh, there is, yeah. In Australia. My sister always tells me that there's like a lot of like uh, there's there's a lot of Asians and like a lot of Latins from like there's a lot of Venezuelans. She said like okay. Venezuelans. It just has done everywhere yeah. at this point. And there's even like I just found out like I sent you like the thing on on Instagram that there's like a whole group kind of like. Kind of like what we're doing without the mentorship thing, mm-hmm. where like they're, they're making like podcasts and things like that. It's like a like a big Latin community, and it's funny because when you listen to them, she's like, "I'm Mexican, blah blah blah," and but like her her accent is so like Australian. Aussie, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm I'm Hispanic, I'm Mexican, and it's, it's something like that. Thing. I'm no. gonna have to move. I'm gonna have to move. <laughs> that sounds fun. No, I heard it and I thought it was it was pretty cool. I wish I could think of the name of the podcast right now so we could uh, give them a shout yeah. out. Yeah, like, um, isn't it like? That's for the shirt. They also talked about like how like what do you feel more of? Like if you feel more like for for us it'd be like that we feel more American United States yeah. versus like more Mexican or Venezuelan. I think like, like I've had so much like I think just like 2020 has just made me like question so much of like myself mm-hmm. and like just being part of like, you know, siembra and like just uh, everything that's going on with like the the protests you know like we just heard about like brianna taylor um like all of that just has really like made me like not question but just kind of like reflect upon like who am i and how does that affect like how does that matter to me yeah, um i forgot what i was going with that i got distracted i apologize reflecting Finding about who you are. like if you're more american more oh yeah more yeah and like the more that i like that I've thought about it, the more I'm like, yeah, like I really don't feel that connected to Mexico anymore just because it's been so long that like I haven't been able to go back. Yeah. And it's like, like, yeah, like, like even when I'm like by myself, like I listen to music in Spanish and like a lot of my thinking, like I think happens in Spanish. Um, but honestly, like, I just think like, I'm so like at this point, like I'm so like Americanized in quotation marks that it's like, I do consider myself more like I, I guess that's why I, I, I like the, is it the a tough term pill? Is it a, t- is, it a yeah. tough, is it a tough pill to swallow to yeah. say that? Yeah. Okay. Because like, I feel like that's why I've been so like attracted to the term like Latinx. 
because it just kind of feels like something like new mm-hmm. that like more like I guess for me like I can identify more with of like just like who am I yeah because it just feels like you know it's like American enough but then Latino enough <laughs> of a term yeah that it makes me feel like safe I guess and that makes sense I think a lot of immigrants uh feel that way that have been raised here because yeah. we're like we're so attached to like our land and like because like i feel like my family keeps it very alive and i feel like your, your guys's families do too um but we were they weren't submerged into the american culture like we were so like we kind of like developed this like new type of like different identity yeah like we're like this new community which is like latinx is cool because it's just like we're like a new we're like a new community within the latin community yeah. um and we get to kind of be like both yeah. And I think that we need to be okay with that. Um, I feel like with all the political things going on, um, I was just talking to uh, my boyfriend's friend. And <laughs> he was like, he's like, I don't know at what point I started hating the American flag. Because <laughs> like at the end of the day, like it's our flag, like it's the flag. Like to me, this is, this is my home. Um, and I shouldn't see the American flag and be triggered by it. Dude. Like I see it and I'm just like racist. <laughs> it's, it's today, not. Literally today uh, we were going... Uh, we were looking at houses for um, for Aldo, and Hold on. there was like two minutes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so literally today we were going like house hunting for Aldo, and we came to a neighborhood and they have a, they had a bunch of like just American flags, and like we immediately started feeling like mm, like this might not be the place for us to be like you know like this might not be the best place for you to move, and like sure enough like a few houses down there was a Confederate flag. Um, but like, like how you're saying that, like the American flag really is sometimes like it, it has become like triggering mm-hmm. of like, if you see someone like really waving it, it's like, what are you proud of right, right now? Like, right. like I get it. Like there's so much like people have fought mm-hmm. like wars. Like, I mean, that's a, that's a different discussion that we can have. Um, <laughs> but you know, like people have lost their lives. They have like, our you know, people have fought in those wars. Like, people, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so, like, it is kind of sad that, like, for a lot of people here in America now, like, that flag can be, like, a little bit, like, so a like yeah. 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 By so much, yeah. Um, but then it's, like, if you show me the Mexican flag, well, no, with everything that's been going on with, like, the women getting killed, like, I'm like, mm, what are we really proud of, too? Like, we yeah. have nothing to be proud of. Like, we're killing our women. And, like, I feel that way something about, like, Venezuela, too, because, like, it's gone, like, such, like, a, like down a, the bat. Like, it's just trash. Uh, like, the country was ran down. Um, but like, I still hold my flag very close to my heart and proud. Um, I'm not proud of what the person in charge has done. Um, but I think that the, going back to like, when I asked you, like, is it a tough pill to swallow? I think that we just need to be okay. Like us, like evolving and kind of just like making our own people. Um, I think I will always preach that it's important to keep your culture alive within your family. Like once we start having kids, like I Mm -hmm. will want to teach my kids spanish for sure obviously like if my partner doesn't speak spanish it'll be a little difficult um and you don't know we don't know what a, what the parent life is uh mm-hmm. but i would like to think that i would try to like make sure they speak both languages fluently but you never know what happens no um, my kids are gonna i don't care what i don't know i don't care what happens <laughs> my kids are gonna speak spanish <laughs> because like i'm like how are they gonna like talk to my mom yeah. like i need to make sure that they're Same. able to talk to my mom and i don't want I don't want it to be like, cause I've seen it like where, you know, like the, the grandparents come over from Mexico or whatever. And then the kids have been like born here and they don't speak English. Like they can't communicate. Like they don't even, 
they don't even know how to start a conversation with their own like grandparents. It's mm-hmm. like, how are you going to find out about your roots? Mm-hmm. But who you are, like where you come from, if you can't even speak the language. Yeah. And like, I'm not like, I'm not being like, you know, like it just happens. But like for me, like it just made me realize like how important that is for me, like how much I value that of like, I want my kids to be able to talk to my mom. Yeah. That's have crucial. a relationship, like have a real relationship with her, you know, like a deep relationship. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to go through some terms of like ethnic groups within the uh, Latin community. Um, so we talked about Amerindians, Indians, which are the indigenous population of Latin America, um, that you will find a big population in like Bolivia, Peru, um, Guatemala, um, who, and some parts of Mexico, um, who still speak, uh, their like indigenous languages as well, which I think is super awesome. Um, we talked about the Asian population as well in Latin America, um, very present in places like Brazil and Peru as well, um, and Panama. I'm just going to name some of the main ones. Um, and like we said, Ar- Argentina and Mexico as well. Um, then you have the Blacks, uh, so the African people that were brought to Latin America. Um, so really big uh, part in the Caribbean. So those countries like uh, Puerto Rico, Cuba, Dominican Republic, um, and then like Colombia and, and Venezuela are really big, have a really big black population as well. And Brazil. Um, and then we have like Honduras, Nicaragua, um, Ecuador, Costa Rica as well. Um, and then you have the term mestizos. Um, mm. I don't know if you guys have heard of it before mm. and mulattoes, which I wasn't really sure what the difference was. I kind of thought it was the same, but I don't Me know. Too. Yeah. So, um, so un mestizo is somebody who is mixed with European blood and Amerindian, so Native American with European. Um, oh. And then your mulatto is a mixed European person. Uh, a, no, European person with African. Oh, uh, yeah, African. Yeah. That's the difference. So the big, the big part there is that mestizos, if you go down the line, um, there's a, sometimes they never turn white quote unquote, when mulattoes, uh, no, it's the other way around. They do turn white where mulattoes most likely won't ever turn white. Like they'll always have like those features. So they were like looked down upon. Um, and then we have the whites, um, which are in big part of like Chile, um, and Uruguay and Argentina. And then you have, uh, sambos, which are Africans with native Americans. Um, which you have a big part in like Colombia, Nicaragua, Venezuela, and Brazil as well. Um, so you have a big mixture yeah. of like a lot of people. And I mean, that's why we just all look so different. <laughs> um, but it's funny how like we don't ask each other like, okay, like. Because we don't, I don't think we, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know these things. Um, I wanted. Uh, Imagine those conversations like when you first meet like, oh, you're Colombian. It's like. What do you mix with? What do you mix with? Like, like, what type of Colombian? Yeah, but what type of Colombian? Yeah. Like, where does it spread down? And it's just like a 20 minute introduction of like, it's where so, you really it's so much. But that's how it is here. Like, that's what we go through. Like, we're really like. Yeah, yeah. but like, I don't think our people have ever like dissected it. So, I, mm-hmm. I, what I want to like, I think at the end of this podcast, I just want for people to understand that um, r- the race concept is new to us like our parents didn't teach us that we were taught that here we grew up questioning we were yeah we didn't know um i think i was late i went to my like 18 like what and hot and older when i like started questioning like what is my race um and it's just like that moment where just like i, w- I always said i was latino and then somebody told me latino is not a race and i'm like 
Mm. But what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Venezuelan. Yeah. That's not a race either. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> um, so I want people to just uh, be a little more patient with us as we start learning who we are. Um, I think no matter what color our skin our skin is, uh, whether we say we're black or not, uh, we for me. I'm black in Dominican Republic. I'm black in Venezuela. I'm black in the U.S. I'm black anywhere I go, whether I say it or not. I know that I'm black. Um, so, and people who are white, like it's okay. Like some Latinos are white. That's fine. Like there's not an issue with that. Um, but it's just the race concept is new to us, and we're learning, um, and we're trying to be respectful to everybody, respectful to our own people and to those around us, and. Like, it's just a learning process. Mm -hmm. And I think that during these times, during Spanish, during Latinx Heritage Month, I think we just wanted to just bring up and be proud of our heritage yeah. and where we come from. Um, be proud of our tortillas, our arepas, our <laughs> pupusas, whatever we eat. Um, just be proud of where you come from. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think it'll be really interesting if we ever do the um, the DNA test, just That'd to see, fun. like, what are we? Or, like, um, if, if people have done it, like, what did you find out? What did you find yeah. out? Yeah. Like, so let, let us know. know. Let us know. But, um, yeah, same here. I just think, like, the important thing is to um, realize that we don't know everything. Mm -hmm. Realize that we don't represent everyone. And, you know, like, I don't represent every Mexican woman. You don't represent any every Dominican men, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so just realizing that we're each on our own journey. Uh, that it's okay to question who you are, uh, to let others, and then also like let others question who they are. Like, don't tell people what they are. Like, let them decide. You know what I mean? Preach, girl, preach. Uh, <laughs> and let's just like you know, like just begin to to be okay with that, and just to celebrate each other and to help each other through this journey because it's like identity itself is nothing easy. Like it's mm -hmm. it's it's messy. It's complex. Um, and in our own heads, you know, you can feel discouraged. You can feel like worthless sometimes mm -hmm. even, mm -hmm. um, you know, like I can talk about like for me, like, you know, with this whole thing, like feeling like, oh, like, you know, like I'm light skinned, like maybe like I shouldn't be speaking on these things. But it's like, no, like at the end of the day, my blood, like there's like indigenous blood in me. Like mm -hmm. I know that much. Like mm -hmm. I know like there's like Spanish blood in me, mm -hmm. but I also know that there's that um, indigenous um Blood. blood in Blood, me yeah. and like that's part of who I am and yeah I might look a little like you know a little lighter <laughs> on the outside but pero yo soy latina yo soy mexicana yo soy yo, soy yo. yeah yeah so. and we have to each respect our our individual journey yeah and learn from each other that's the important mm -hmm. thing like have conversations like don't just be mad at each other and and just be like whatever you can think whatever you want no it's like it's like it's okay like we can disagree but like, let's find out why we're disagreeing and mm -hmm. how we can like learn from each other and be just be better people, period. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you could still disagree, but you can come out of uh, that, like having learned something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I uh, I'll, I just want to bring this up just because I I've known Miguel for a while and I texted him this the other day because he posted something about uh, like being like Mexican independent, saying how like proud he was and how he loved his country um, when we were. 16 17 years old we were not shouting to the skies like where we were from yeah. um it was just like we were just two hispanic boys in high school, in high school. <laughs> and yeah trying to make it through high school um and like now for us to be grown up and for him to post that like for me like it was i, I had to text him because i was just like it's amazing to see you grow into this proud mexican man mm -hmm. um and i think that we're all having that journey mm -hmm. um 
and I think it's amazing. For so sure. yeah, I think like for me, like I was going, I was, I feel like in the same place, like how you were saying, like you, you, you are Mexican and you know you're Mexican, you're proud of that, but like you haven't touched roots in so long, mm-hmm. but like you start identifying more. And like the American side, like you're more Americanized is what my mom says. And it's like, for me, it was like that until I I got the opportunity to go to Mexico and like I touched roots and uh, I was surrounded by uh, a whole bunch of people from like, as far as I know, they could have been like different, different types of like Hispanics. Cause like my uncle is like white, like he's like Polish, but he's Mexican mm-hmm. and my cousins are the same thing like white blue eyes but they're like they're mexican and until they realize like where they're actually like their their blood is uh, as far as they know today they're mexican mm-hmm. even though they're white and blue eyed and blonde it's like i i look at them and like melissa will look at them like my cousin my friends will look at them and be like like why do you have white cousins I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, they look white but they they identify as That's like nice. they're more at this point i feel like they're they feel like they're more mexican than me and they're yeah. proud of it it's like yeah so it's like to me that's like okay like if you if you know like if you're proud of being mexican and you're mm-hmm. mexican then you're mexican like, and like <laughs> if, if you go if you go like 100 years back and like they've been there like they are mexican like they may be yeah. like mixed with some mexican people but like you know genes and like chromosomes are a thing so like maybe yeah. maybe their genes are tougher so like they continue to look white um mm-hmm. but they are mexican um but it's just like race what is their race yeah which is the final question <laughs> and then with that like like i hold my, my childhood memories so dear to my heart where like all the experiences and like where i grew up and the fact that i was able to go to like the la tiendita like around the block and like here like it's just like it's like it has to be like a walmart or a walgreens or a, or a damn gas station you have to, you have to drive yeah, and you, yeah. Have, and you have to drive and it's like over there like i was out playing with my friends until the lights came on mm-hmm. and it's just like it was like a gravel road and i would bike to church to, to go like comunion and things like that mm-hmm. and i would participate in the church and, and it's like like those memories i hold them so dear to my heart so like when i moved here and like i started like being like more like americanized i was like like i started kind of like pushing those like memories Mm -hmm. away and i was like well what about these memories so like the memories i have now like high school like like the yellow bus and like things like that (laughs) yeah and it's like i identify more with that but like as i was growing up and then uh seeing all like the hispanic and the latin community here in indy and like growing like they kind of just like all stick together mm-hmm. you know, like even in high school like all my friends were either they were either black or they were uh like dominican and like i didn't really hang out with a lot of mexicans because i was i was just like like you guys are kind of weird and they were kind of <laughs> weird but but it's like i never got the chance to like actually like sit down and talk to them and hear them out because to me i saw them and they were very proud of like being mexican and they would always talk uh spanish and, and things like that and like i feel like i would never want to talk spanish or like push myself to talk spanish even with like like friends like genesis or like carlos i would always speak english, english. to them mm-hmm. so it's it's just like now that i look back at it i'm like why like why did i feel like it was it was wrong for me to identify as a as a mexican or be more proud of that while in high school and once i got the the chance to visit it's just kind of like it brought all of that 
And my Mexican side just kind of like just pushed everything away. I'm like, no, he's like, you're Mexican and you're like, proud. You can be both. Yeah, and you, yeah. You, and you and you should be proud to be Mexican and you should be proud to do all of these things. And uh, you're banging the table. Oh, <laughs> I'm banging the table. And, and I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> and it's just like like now I I'm very proud of where I come from. And you tell me like you're Mexican, like yes, I'm Mexican. I'm from here, and and I these are my experiences and I don't know it's just like like now I'm like very like fueled mm-hmm. by the fact that I am Mexican and like I hope like that soon hopefully everyone is able everyone that re- like relates to what I went through like I came here when I was young mm-hmm. and I feel like I at some point I identified a lot more of like my American size and my American experiences uh, so like I hope like let's say like like for yourself like you are you do get that chance to like go to Mexico because it'll just like it'll hit you like a truck. Oh yeah. Like no, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Take funny. Me. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny that you say that because like I felt the same way. Like even around like my Hispanic friends, like I would never speak Spanish mm. because I knew like because when you tell people like I'm from Mexico City, you're like oh it is Chilanga. Like they think that you're gonna talk like a certain way, you know? Like, yeah. Like get on that way, no mames, like whatever. Right? Yeah. And I'm just like, no, like I'm just, I just, like, yeah. I, it I just made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Like I just like, I, I'm just like, okay, I'll just, I'll just speak English because it just made me feel more comfortable yeah. around like other Latinos. Mm-hmm. Because I just felt like they were gonna be like, oh, your Spanish is like, whatever. Yeah. I'm like mm-hmm. yeah, it is whatever. Like it's just my Spanish. Like yeah. <laughs> that's fine. But yeah. And I, the, our people need to be held accountable for those things because like they do make us feel uncomfortable and yeah. they kind of push us away from it. Um, I have something similar where like I would go to Venezuela and like they would be like, you don't sound like us. You have an accent and you also don't look like us. And then I go to Dominican Republic and they're like, you don't speak like us. You look like <laughs> us, but you don't speak like us. And then like, I'm just like, I'm not going to talk to either one of you. Um, so like also my friends growing up were mainly black or white. Yeah. Um, and then I had Miguel and Carlos. Um, but the Mexicans at my school didn't like me because they said that I was creído because I wouldn't speak Spanish at school. Yeah. And I'm like, I also don't have ESL, so I don't know you guys. Yeah. Um, so until like senior year and then when I went to college. But it's I think it's yeah, it's all part of our journey. Um, so I don't know if you guys have like a final message to anybody who's listening and any type of advice. I don't know. Kind of like their self-discovery. Yeah, I think like just be kind to yourself. Uh, let yourself explore. Uh, who you are be patient yeah um and just know that it's okay like whatever you are like it's like sometimes you don't even need to label it like you know it's like you don't have to sometimes we do need labels to talk about things but like take your time like you don't have to you don't have to tell people like what you're thinking like just just immerse yourself (laughs) in like whatever yeah like if you want to go and like watch some movies about like you know like mexican movies like if you are trying to identify as mexican like do that like just just be you and yeah listen to music like if what i've been doing now where like i have all these like music on my phone or like spotify or whatever and it's it's mainly like english mm-hmm. and like besides like the k-pop and stuff like that which is like <laughs> it's like it's like 30 to like 50 percent but now it's, it's like going back to like my memories like i i remember like all the songs my parents used to play mm-hmm. like yeah. jose jose uh Luis Miguel Luis like Miguel. all of those yeah. mm-hmm. so like now in the car like that's all I blast mm-hmm. and it's like I'm like I'll roll my window down and like I'll scream and, <laughs> and it makes you feel you know, yeah. like it makes you feel like like you know like it, it takes you back you. it takes you back just to feel like, something yeah it's like at the end of the day like that's who you are inside mm-hmm. and there's a lot of groups 
like maybe you're listening and you're like, you know, you're right. Like I should listen to more uh, Spanish music or Korean music or whatever you feel like, like anything. And like, that's why like we made like Proyecto Siembra and like El Jardín to like for people like that, because we are at some point we were you. Mm-hmm. And like now that we are able to like discover and acknowledge and be proud of where we come from, who we are and still learning more mm-hmm. through that journey. Like we want to make that space for you to to be free to to express yourself however you want without being judged. Like there is that community. And I feel like us growing up, like now we can realize that we definitely lack that. Yeah. And yeah. then if you're from Indy, like I heard this term today is like the Hoosier Latinx. I never heard that. I've never heard that. <laughs> Me neither. Some but of us like, are Hoosiers. <laughs> well, we are. Like, we are. Like, at the end of the day, you know, like, you got to be able to, like, just be okay, like, with where you're from. Because I never really thought of myself as a Hoosier. But at the end of the day, I am. Like, I'm here. I'm living here. I'm paying my taxes. Awesome. I love Indy. Like, I, lo- I live downtown. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, you know, like, I am a Latinx Hoosier or Hoosier. Like, whatever. Oh, I would be Latinx Hoosier. Yeah. So be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's okay. Like that's, we're, that's who we are. Yeah. Like, that's fine. So, um, yeah. But yeah, so to finish off, uh, we hope that you learned something today. Um, we hope that you get in touch with who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, before we close off, we do want to continue say, to say um, black lives matter. Um, I know a lot of people want to argue all lives matter. They do. That's but so. until black lives matter... That's not the conversation we're having right now. Um, and I think that a lot of Latinos need to understand that, mm. como yo he dicho antes, hoy es por ellos, mañana es por nosotros. Uh, so today is for them, tomorrow is for us. Um, so we need to uh, join their movement, lift their voices, hold their hands, um, fight their battles side by side, because um, they're also at the end of the day our battles um, mm. and our struggles. Um, and if you're listening to some of these conversations, like Lupa said, you don't have to get into the conversation, but or get into it, whatever you want, if whatever makes you feel comfortable, do it. Um, but just, yeah, like Lupa said, be nice to yourself, um, respect those around you um, and treat people like you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Um, I'm Miguel Pedir. So this is Jose from Proyecto Siembra. I'll let my co-founders here uh, que se despidan también. But it was really nice speaking to you guys. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll catch you guys next week. Yeah. Um, so this is Lupe. I'm also saying bye. It was so nice to just be back here. I think it's been a while since like July since uh, I think Jose and I no I think we jumped on a few other episodes. But hey, all, all three of us since the, the Pride the yeah, one. yeah, let's talk about sex. Yeah, yeah. so it's just like <laughs> from sex nice to race. Look at that. From yeah. sex to race. <laughs> so, uh, see, we like to talk Make all things. <laughs> we like to talk all things in the Hispanic culture, from race to sex. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, have a great week. Yeah, you guys have a good one. Uh, to those of you watching, I'm waving. Uh, we probably like. Ignore the camera this entire we time. Did. Like, we did. I was kind of. I was looking at it. So it's like, <laughs> there's there's some like bloopers that I'm gonna leave in, like me like smashing the table. Uh, so, but we'll yeah. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Uh, and then we we just reached 500 followers on Instagram. So yeah. if you have a friends that have a friends that that are. Uh, listening or might be interested or maybe you're listening and you haven't hit that follow button uh feel free to do that we won't bite and we'll message you and we'll send you a whole bunch of memes yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right guys have a good one Bye. bye